Hey there, Street Dogs. This is Yuan. Welcome back to episode 5 of Street Drifters FM. This is the second installment of our composition series. For this episode, we'll be talking about subframing and minimalism and how it could up your street photography game. Let's go! Before we start talking about our topic, there's something I forgot to tell you about last episode. When you're doing a snapshot of a particular scene, you don't actually need to think it through. All you need to do is to be in the moment and shoot. Now once you got the hang of being in the moment, you'll feel more relaxed and ready to do some more serious stuff. This is where today's episode comes in. See, subframing and minimalism, you really need to look. Of course, for sure, in a snapshot, you see your scene. But what you need to do is to intentionally look at a scene and work with the scene. Now, I do believe that the scene is typically available right in front of you. I also believe that there are times where the scenes do not come to you. So you need to change perspective, you need to work, so to speak. Once you do that, a whole new set of scenes come to being. Scenes you haven't really thought of and just discovered now that you've changed your perspective. By doing so, you change what you will want to see. This is one of the reasons why street photography is so demanding. The street changes so quickly either natural or unnatural and the photographer will be forced to look at how the street is actually changing and document that change Stay safe, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe, Now to start things off, let's talk about subframing. Subframing is a type of compositional technique where one or more elements are framed by another element. This emphasizes the subject that a photographer is taking a photo of, leading the eyes of the audience to that particular subject. Now the frame can be in the foreground or in the background of the subject. Sometimes you can also consider the frame of the photo as a subframe in addition to the subframe in your photo, creating a sense of um, a photo within a photo. Now one of the things I like to do is to go out and look for scenes to shoot or maybe come back some other time if the moment doesn't present itself. Now by doing this, by pre-planning my scenes, I am able to compose in my head 
the photograph that I want to achieve in that particular scene. I think the easiest way to utilize subframing in street photography is to look for small creeks, small holes, um, slices of light where you will want your subject or subjects to enter. After that, all you need to do really is to wait for your subject and take the shot. Simple and effective. This way, you create a sense of intention in your photos uh, as you wait for your subject to enter the chosen scene. Now, in addition to subframing, another technique you may want to incorporate in your street photography is minimalism. In this episode, we'll be discussing three things. Three things that you will need to get that minimalistic feel in your photos. And those three things are, number one, negative space. Number two, patterns. And number three, color. Now, for those who don't know, Negative space is the empty space in a photo. It can either be the dark or light part of the photo. It can be an open field. Um, it can be a big hill or a wall or even contrasting colors that does not distract the audience to the scene or the subject they are looking at. Now what this does is it accentuates the subject or it emphasizes the subject or the scene much like subframes do. To get you started, first, you need to be aware of your environment. You need to know and look at every element in the area. A full 360 observation, if you may. Now, you need to note if there's a flat wall somewhere that you can use. Is there a scene that can become a minimalistic photo? Um, is the woman in the red dress coming at you and her background is all dull and gray? You know, the possibilities are endless. Second, you need to shoot the scene with the intention of placing and photographing an element against a flat background. This emphasizes the subject of your photo and, well, I'm not saying you direct your subjects you know i'm saying you anticipate the scene in your head and take the shot once the moment appears Patterns. 
That's right, patterns. We know it everywhere, everybody loves it. It is one technique that you see being abused in Instagram and other social media platforms. Scientifically speaking though, our brain is attracted to order. In that sense, when we see patterns, it automatically clicks. Oh my god, that's so cool! That's so lovely! I love it! I know, right? Now, when you go out, there are two things you can do when you see patterns on the street. One is to photograph the pattern, making sure everything is in order, everything is in place, it's aligned and stuff. Second one is breaking the pattern. Personally, I love breaking patterns. Whenever I see patterns in a scene, I would think for ways on how to break the scene. I think this is more dynamic in that way. It makes the audience think. And at the same time, it prompts the audience to interact with the photo. See, like I said, our brains are attracted to patterns. Now, if we, you know, attack that and give the brain an information that something is not in order well this would prompt the brain and the audience to take a closer inspection of the photo now by doing so the audience now interacts with the photo genius right now is it still minimalist if i break the pattern yes absolutely see when you're trying to break the pattern all it ever needs is one element to break it. Only one. If one is not minimal for you, I don't know what is. Hey there Street Talks, this is Yuan and if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and follow the cast. We'll be talking a lot about street photography. You can catch me in Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. See ya! Now, when going minimal, you would want very little elements in your photo. One of these elements is color. In every camera, you have the option, if you want to, you can either shoot in color or in monochrome. If you want to go full minimal, then monochrome is the best. I would recommend monochrome black and white. By shooting monochrome black and white, you will only have two colors to worry about. You can set the mood to whatever you want by adjusting the exposure and the contrast in camera or in post. No hassle. Now out in the street, if you're shooting monochrome black and white, the only thing you need to worry about is composition. This is due to the fact that the important elements in a black and white image are the details and the overall story of the scene. Now if you're going out with monochrome, try to look for contrasting colors and pools of light as this will greatly affect your black and white image to a greater extent. 
Now, can you use any other monochrome settings like sepia or maybe only red and black or red and white, those kinds of things? Well, technically, yes. But in a very strict sense, since this is street photography, then monochrome black and white is more than enough. And it is technically accepted among the community. Now, if you're shooting color, you need to accept that it is necessary to look at the scene, be aware, and compose quickly. This is because everyday real life is a colorful one. We have no control on who wears what color and so on. So the quickest remedy is to compose your photos properly. Now, would you want to shoot with one color dominating the scene? Um, would you let the light set the mood of the scene by under or overexposing the um, entire scene? Given that it has different colors, it's up to you. Now, to make color photography as minimal as possible, you may want to look for colorful backgrounds and play with light and shadows. You can also look for a scene where um, everything is dull and you just sort of wait for a shocking or a warm color to enter that scene and then take the shot. That way it emphasizes the warm color and it gives the, uh, the scene a very minimalistic feel due to the fact that the dull background creates a sort of uh, negative scene. There you have it folks, hope you had some takeaways from this episode. We will continue the topic on composition in the coming episodes, so be sure to check in next week as I try to post one episode per week. Subscribe to the cast to get notified when a new episode is available. I'll be posting my email in the description so that you can give me any suggestion or feedback to make the cast more interesting. Also I'll be posting my Instagram account as well so that you can check my work. Maybe let's share some insight about street photography or photography in general. Anyway, till next time, stay safe, stay healthy, take your vitamins, sanitize, and wear a mask. Peace.